In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Okay, how do you really define you? Is it what you stand for, what you don't stand for? All right, does this mean you're going to make us stop and take inventory of our life right now? (laughs) Yes. What gets you up in the morning? What makes you weep and pound the table? What energizes you? And what's your outlet for expressing yourself? Welcome to Girlfriend It, a great place to connect and girlfriendify your life. We're Lisa and Patty, and today we are running into you, ouch, <laughs> uniquely you, and actually enjoying life moments. Well, you know, Patty, this is a topic we are passionate about, as it is something I think as women we all struggle with. Because I think on one hand, we want to be normal. We don't want to be the weird do we? ones. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> but on the other hand... Who wants to be normal? We want to be unique and we want to stand out, have our own brand. But and we we've, we've discovered and we, we know that there's no two fingerprints alike and there's no two DNAs alike. And I know this because I've watched a lot of crime shows, so the <laughs> DNA really is unique. That's really humbling when you think about it. I know. That you have you have something like a masterpiece that well, nobody else Well, we really are has. one of a kind, and I think we forget that so many times because we see ourselves as just another face in the crowd, and we don't really stop and see who we are and the package and the gift of ourselves. Well, and, and sometimes we have to sit still long enough and really think about who we are. Exactly. Well, okay, let's go into a few questions that kind of get us thinking about who we are because really what makes us each unique and you uniquely you is um, it's, it's our quirks, it's our passions, it's our giftedness, it's all that kind of pa- that package that really defines who we are. So let me ask, um, let's go for the couple questions here. All right. When do you feel your best? Is it in the morning, the afternoon, the evening? Well, for me, it is really late at night because I can really get on the computer at like say 10 o'clock and get going and I have to make myself shut down like at 1 o'clock to go, okay, I'm going to really not like myself in the morning for doing this, but yes. I can really get going. Yes. I know. I've always been a night person, but with kids, it's kind of forced me to be a morning person because if you don't get things done in the morning, I know, you know, I have to get up at 4.45 to go work out or you just... You have to. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> and I just Which, want you to know that I think about you because sometimes I get up and get a drink or do other things at 4.45 <laughs> in the morning. I'm like... I am so glad I get to get back in bed, and Patty is going to the gym right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad it gives you warm feelings. It, it really does. Well, 
I, I laugh when we travel. Um, we we at one point were traveling like once a month. Where I mean, one time we were hit. I think we hit like five states in one month, and we'll stay up till two or three in the morning because we end up giggling the night away, and we have to process everything out loud verbally. Yes, and yet we would still have to get up in the morning, and so we would set the alarm clock or we call in for a wake up call. And to me, that wake up call or that alarm when it goes off, it means it's time. That's why you set you- it. For literally catapult out of bed. When that alarm goes off, it's like, whew, and you're up. You spring into action, and you go. For me, an alarm means you still have about 20 more minutes of snooze time because it's like I need to transition into my day. So I hit that a snooze button like every nine minutes. I have it down. And, and it's like I cannot spring, but it drives you crazy because well, you worry. Well, it, well, it's bizarre to me because why wake up? just to, like, lay there, because that's 20 minutes of maybe deep REM sleep that you could be getting, not just casually getting but out see, of bed. that's my thinking thing, transitioning time, thinking asleep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get off that. The next question. When talking to people, do you stand with your arms folded, have your hands clasped, have one or both hands on your hips, touch or, pers- uh, touch or push the person to whom you're talking, Play with your ear, touch your chin, or smooth your hair. Well, you you touch a lot when you're talking to someone. You okay. touch a lot. But I I think <laughs> the other person's arm. <laughs> yes. You you just now you you're you're touching me. Um, and I'm I, whacking you. I'm kidding you. I sometimes have a little black hair that comes out of my chin that I like to. Isn't that gross? And I like too much information. I right like now. to fondle it before I tweeze it. <laughs> You know, we need to move on. I think that question. Touching and fondling isn't a good thing for this show. No, but you know what? About your stance, it's like so many times I will stand with my, my arms crossed just because it, it supports my back and legs better. But then I realize that it communicates, like, yeah, a distance. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, so even, like, how we stand is communicating something about us yeah. and our uniqueness. Okay, sometimes if you have a problem with that, if you put your hands behind you're, you know, and just yeah. kind of, or just barely touch your fingers together, not pound them together or anything, but just kind of stand where you, you're not fidgeting, but you, yeah. you have to make a conscious effort not to stand there with your arms closed to say, I really don't want to be here, or I'm yeah. irritated with you, or, you know. Thank but you for that tip of the day. You, you, you I don't remember that, that one. It, it was free. And when something, um, uh, when you're relaxing, what? How do you sit? Do you sit with your legs straight in front of you? Do you kind of put both legs to the side, or do you cross your legs? What do you do when you sit? I'm a leg crosser. Are I you? totally am a leg crosser. Yeah. yeah, but and then you hear that that's not good because it gives you varicose veins and so I, you know, all these things. But yeah, I have to, and I have to move my leg. I have that shaking leg thing. I think. Yeah. <laughs> That shaking I, like I don't know. I don't have the. That's like a medical term, term for it. It's maybe that ADD thing that comes out. I don't know. Well, you rock a lot. You like, you just kind of rock yourself. Like it's soothing to you or something. Well, and I even stand like in the grocery store. If I'm making rock. a decision, it's like sway. I call it swaying. A lot rocking. of young moms do that because they're used to holding a child. But yeah. you, you just kind of sway. Do it. I still sway. You're like rocking yourself. <laughs> I sway. <laughs> You're a sway or not a rocker. How about when something really amuses you? How do you react? Do you give an appreciative smile or a loud laugh, a quiet chuckle, a sheepish smile? I can answer this for you. Yes. I'm, <laughs> you I, I'm, I'm a sheepish smile. Uh, yeah. 
We both are loud laughers. And in fact, just the other day, I was in an office and um, I came around the corner to, and then to another office. And somebody said, "Have you been here for a while?" And I go, "Yeah." She goes, "I thought I could hear you." And it's like, you know, I hear that a lot. It's like I could hear your laugh, and people say that about you. And they say, you know, when we're in a place, we could hear your laugh. Or so, they'll come in and it'll just be you and I, and they think there's like ten people in there. <laughs> That's when it's bad. We thought there was a party going on in here, and it's, no, it's just us, a party of two. <laughs> And we like that. But, you know, sometimes people, it is, it's, 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 it's interesting because sometimes people will just give a little smirk or thing, and they'll go, no, I thought that was really funny. And you're like, really? I know. Because, why, why didn't you let your face show it? Yeah. And it's uh-huh. like, how can you contain that? That's such a contained amusement. Yeah. You know? I have found that um, when you're introverted, unless you've learned to change that behavior you're on your face, to yeah. have a facial expression, that many times introverts will, like, you give them a gift. And you're so excited to give it to them. Right. And they'll go, oh, thank you. And you're going, is that an oh, thank you, I'm going to return it? Or is that an oh, and thank you? It. <laughs> I love it, you know. So sometimes they'll come back and go, I really appreciated that. They'll use the words, but they don't use the facial expression. Well, we both are very expressive. And it's like you tend to, however you're wired, you tend to project that onto other people. And if they don't respond the same way, you think they don't feel the same way. Yeah. But I've had to learn. It's like you said, just the introverts and the extroverts. And, it, and that is all a part of learning how you're wired and you uniquely you. Yeah. And it's just because somebody may not respond the same way we do, that's just them. That's how they're wired. Yeah. And then we've got to embrace our differences and embrace our uniqueness. And that's how you're enjoying life's moment is being able to embrace that and know who you are and knowing um, how you are going to enjoy life. Well, and how you are in relationship to people because it's all about relationships. Well, let's go into another question. It says, when you go to a party or social gathering, do you make a loud entrance so everybody notices you? Do you make a quiet entrance looking around for someone you know, or do you make the quietest entrance trying to stay unnoticed? Now, here's where we're different. Because you want to <laughs> make a grand entrance, let people know. Yes. But you do it in a very humble way, if that's possible. <laughs> and I like to come in You're and... You're an observer. You'll, you'll I really am. And you know what it is? I, you will go in and work the room and just hide everybody and work the room and be the little life of the party. I will, walk, I will look and, and notice the room, and I'll be very friendly because I'm excited to see people, but I will find a group or somebody, and I will go over... I will gravitate toward them, and I'm fine just hanging with them for a while. Yeah. I, I will at and the you end will of a party. And I will be watching you at a distance flittering around the room. At, an end of, at the end of an event, I will probably have 100 new names, and you will have talked to two or three people. I will know their life story, yes. and you will have all the names. And so we'll go back together, and I'll go, okay, this person, da 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 yeah. And you will go, okay, I have... I have 15 people that we can Facebook, that I can Facebook now and add to my Facebook <laughs> friends. And it's, it is really funny. Yeah. Well, I, um, I actually get that deer-in-the-headlight look when I can see that someone is telling me their long life story. It, it's like, oh, I am so getting locked in here. <laughs> and then you send them to me. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa would love to hear about this. I think Lisa could really relate with what you're going through. <laughs> She's right over there in the turquoise. <laughs> You are such a friend. Well, okay, we are talking today about you, uniquely you. We have a couple of great guests who are just going to going to talk about how they've expressed and how they live out their own value system. Because so much about who we are is our value system and what we stand for, what we don't stand for, and 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 knowing how do we live out our value system. 
Well, and, and living you, uniquely you, um, carries over into your value system, but also into your sphere of influence, which we call that girlfriend influence. And that's the, you know, the people that you have an influence on, your family, your friends, your coworkers, neighbors. And when it comes to raising our kids, who we are and the values we have embraced make a difference. And there's a great quote, always be a first-rate version of yourself instead of a second-rate version of somebody else by Judy Garland. Yeah. You're going to start singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. No, I'm not because I can't hold a tune, and you can. You can hit a note, I know, but you can't maintain that note. That's what you told me. But basically what we are saying is that you, uniquely you, are not what you have done or what somebody has done to you. It really is who you are, and it, it involves your talents, your giftedness, your quirks, your strengths, your weaknesses, and your values. And hang with us. This is Girlfriended on Toginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on Toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, a significant part of being you uniquely you is embracing your values and value system. 
Joining us next is Maria Kelly from Moms for Family TV. Moms for Family TV encourages better TV for our families. Family TV time is an enjoyable part of our daily life. It is entertaining, enlightening, and, you know, at times even educational, I guess, <laughs> can be. But unfortunately, there are few programs that you can watch together as a family. And not so, cringe while you're watching Oh, them. cringe or close your eyes and realize everybody else has their eyes wide open. Yes. So welcome, Maria <laughs> Kelly. How are you this morning? I'm good. Thank you so much, Lisa and Patty, for having me on your show. Well, we love it, and we love what you're doing and how you really, you, you guys got a group of moms together and rallied and said, okay, this is our values, and we're going to live out our values and, and be a resource to so many other families and moms who, who are struggling with the same thing we are. Yes, yes. It's, um, you know, I, I think, like you said, all you have to do is sit down and turn on the TV and realize, um, you know, how, how much is on that you don't want your children watching. Mm-hmm. Well, and and we've noticed, uh, you know, lately, just I guess being around uh, during the holidays, you're turning it on and what you see as a a PG-13 is, in my eyes, it's like a PG-25. Absolutely. It's going, okay, who rated this for the TV? It's unbelievable. Well, and I Mm -hmm. think so many times it's like when you watch a show and it's just you, by yourself, you, you know, you don't notice things, but when a child walks in the room, all of a sudden you notice the language, the innuendos, and all the stuff, and you're just, like, you're alarmed. You're like, okay, I didn't notice that as much when it's just you by yourself, but when you really break it down, there is really few programming that really is family-friendly. Yes. Yeah. And that's so neat, Maria, what you guys are doing there at Moms for Family TV. Obviously, you are passionate about this. Um Tell us how your passion began. Was it from a personal experience, or you just realized the need in your own life? Well, definitely. Um, I have five kids, um, and they range in age from um, 14 down to 4, and that's a huge struggle in and of itself um, as far as finding anything that would appeal Mm -hmm. to the entire family. Um, And... um, and the one unique thing about these movies, um, the family movie night that uh, Walmart and P&G are, are producing, is that they are entertainment um, that really does actually appeal to the whole family. It's not just that it's, quote, good for you mm-hmm. to sit down and watch these movies. Um, my, my older girls actually enjoy watching them, and it's fine for my four-year-old to be in the room as well. Mm-hmm. And that is not something that um, really is, it's really not out there. Um, it's something that's very different from a lot of what is shown on TV. You know, what is interesting because um, recently a, a movie came out from Disney called Tangled. And we, um, we got to go to a screening of that. And just kind of, they are really trying to get back to the family values with some of their, their shows, realizing that is a market that they've got to address. And, that movie was really had such a great little message in it that was good for adults and it was great for children, you know, for kids. And it's like, okay, this is the kind of stuff that needs to be produced more. And then we need to tell those stories more so people know what's out there. And that's what we love about what you guys are doing with, with your movement here is letting people know what's coming and what's out there and that you do have these options. Right. I know and really – I'm sorry, no, but what I was going to say is that what is um, so important, it's been very interesting, what we do is we reach out to organizations really 
really just to spread the word about the movies, um, kind of on a word of mouth, um, on a word of mouth level. And what's so interesting, talking to every, I would say every single person that I talk to agrees that there needs to be better options on TV. And so what's really important is when a show, you know, comes on like this is that people do watch it because ultimately ratings are what drive what is on TV. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would really encourage your listeners to watch it, tell their friends to watch it. Real, you know, um, I think I think the the biggest way to to show, you know, your um, passion about this as a mom is to tune in. I mean, it's really it's not that hard, but um, um, ratings are are what will drive what is on TV. Well, and it goes back to the almighty dollar, like you talked about. What produces the the revenue, unfortunately, and um, and then our families pay a price because you know we don't have the options. And I love that you guys are really going. No, we're not gonna we're gonna stand for this anymore. We we're gonna you know force you to produce some good movies, and we're gonna get the word out. And so mm-hmm. we. We love that we can be a part of that with you in any way to get the word out. And um, we know in November you guys had a you were supporting a movie called A Walk in My Shoes, and that did very well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really did. Mm-hmm. And we have um, we have really high hopes for this movie too. It's a really it's called Change of Plans. It's going to be on Saturday night on Fox um, at eight seven Central, and it's. Um, Brooke White is in it, um, and Joe Flanagan, some names that she was a American Idol And she's um, from our finalist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's adorable in this movie. Um, she does a great job. And, um, and the movie is um, it's just a very cute, sweet story. It um, it's a, has an adoption theme. Um, and what's interesting, if you go to our website, uh, momsforfamilytv.com, um, there is a discussion guide. And what's interesting is the, t- the teachable moments in this movie without, like I said, it, you don't feel like you're being made to watch something that's good for you. Mm-hmm. However, if, if moms are interested, um, if you look at the discussion guide, there are really some great conversation starters. And um, which is, you know, which is such a nice thing, whether you're talking to an 8-year-old or a 14-year-old, um, when you watch something, you, you can really bring up some, some, um, some topics that may not come up naturally otherwise, which is nice. Well, that's neat that you guys are providing that template for, for people to use because that's half the problem is we are not dialoguing with, with our children um, and even if there is some things that they're watching that's not appropriate, half the time we want to ignore it and mm-hmm. put one over their head rather than, you know, what do you think about that comment or, you know, was that necessary and do they need to put that in a movie? You know, we can talk about it rather than just going on to the next thing. Exactly. And so really neat that you have the discussion. I know what I've noticed lately, and it's almost like there was an evil plan put together in, in Hollywood where they put these actors and actresses. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Twilight for example. They they put um, these actors and actresses on where all these kids get engaged, and then all of a sudden you see them in a really bad movie. 
Mm-hmm. But by now, you know, you have these teenagers that are huge fans, so then they're begging to go see this next like movie. Like Glee. Like Glee. Like Glee, yeah. And mm-hmm. then oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. the next thing that they're in that is, you know, horrific. So mm-hmm. that's, that's where you, you know, you go, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did this happen that now they're in this movie? They went from, you know, the, the Disney character to now, you know, nasty girl in some horrible movie. So right. It's hard. Well, it is very hard. I think what is, what is good about what you guys are doing is in the past, so many times the good movies, the good family movies, were not done with excellence. And so mm-hmm. you feel like you were watching like a, a second-rate movie, and, and the acting generally was not up to par. And so it, it felt like that. Where what you guys are really promoting are these are, these are really good movies, Great. quality films that are being provided, which I think is so huge. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have to settle to have good entertainment. Exactly. And, you know, even if, you know, I mean, there's no harder critic than a 13-year-old girl. And <laughs> when, you know, when my girls will sit down and watch a movie and not complain about me making them watch it, um, that says something. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's what we have here. It's really good. Well, and this, this is premiering. It's a world premiere on Fox this weekend on Saturday, January 8th. And it's called Change of Plans, and they can download um, some information and dialogue on your website, which is Moms for TV, which we are also posting you on our website, the homepage, and find you there. Um, And how else can women get involved with this and, and have a voice and feel like they're making a difference in this industry? Yes, um, if you go to our website, um, there is information about um, becoming involved. And again, it's moms for, you use the number four, familytv.com. And, um, and like I said, go to our website and, and ultimately, um, ratings. I watch the movies and, I mean, I really challenge people to, you know, send it out, you know, there's a link on our website. You can post it to your Facebook page. You can email your friends. Um, really, word of mouth is a great way to um, spread the word about this movie. Yeah, that's, and we also have this in our newsletter. So you, you can go on um, girlfriendit.com and subscribe to the newsletter and then pass that out, and they can just click right Excellent. on your Moms for Family TV on the newsletter. And, Maria, we, we are just so thankful for you and this group of moms that have um, come together. You know, that's all it takes is a few people coming together and sharing their voice and um, making, making a difference because we really need this. I know our producer uh, just mentioned that their whole family walked out of this movie <laughs> over the holidays. Yeah. It's one of those where it had a part one and a part two, and those were okay. And then by the time they did the sequel, the third sequel, it's, it's not worthy to even watch, mm-hmm. even though it's the same rating. And we really do need to do some of that, walk out or, or not go, so, so they mm-hmm. don't have ratings, just like you said. It really, ratings is what pushes it. Yeah. 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 And, and you, uh, there's other projects down the we, – we have less than a minute. Can you just tell us some other things that are – on the horizon? Yes, these, um, there are, I think, um, family movies for, slated for the rest of the year, and they'll come every couple of months. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if that, they're still playing with what the title of the next one will be, but it will be in April. Okay, and that's good to know. So if they just keep touch, touching base with your website, it's right. ongoing. It's not just one or two movies, but this is going to be something ongoing. We need to get this movement going to get the ratings so that, Hollywood and the media will listen and take note 
and make a difference. Yes. So thank you just for sharing your voice, and thank all the other moms there. Um, I will. Thank you so much for having me on. Hey, it's been a pleasure, and we'll look forward to hearing, having you again and promoting the next movie. Excellent. Thank you all so right. much. All, all right. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is Girlfriended on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Come learn with me as the show created as much for the host as the audience. Join host Danny Walker Wednesdays at 11, noon central on Togginet.com as she invites you to get your boots on and walk through life's triumphs and troubles with her. Come learn with me as the beginning of a movement, a community filled with caring people who share information, allowing everyone to participate, gain, and grow. What works? What doesn't? Your host, Danny Walker, is a self-proclaimed student, not expert, and she'll share very candidly passions, perspectives, failures, her family's battle with illness, her restaurant, inspirations to keep being a wife, parent, and more, all the while including industry experts, disease survivors, and guests to add to the mix. For more on Danny and her show, go to dannywalker.com, D-A-N-I-Walker.com. If you've ever searched high and low to find answers to sickness, disease, and debt, come learn with me and let's get our questions answered together. Come learn with me with host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, a live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Life is full of the unexpected, and sometimes that is good, and sometimes not Not so much. much. (laughs) When you find yourself in a less-than-utopia situation, when disappointments hit, what do you do? How do you get past the situation or season and not allow it to define you? We know for us, our anchor is our faith and being able to express it and help others, being able to laugh. We Doing a lot of laughing. A lot of laughing. Having you tell me how great I am. Yes, that, that's important. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. For our next guest, author Jackie Pillisoff, 
She found an outlet for her disappointment through writing. So joining us now is author Jackie Pilosoff, and I'm probably really messing up that name, but it is definitely a fun name to say. Her latest novel, Hook, Line, and Sink Him, it's a love story about um, fear of commitment, reflection of the, the beauty of devotion and loyalty with the right person. Jackie, tell us how we say your name the correct way, and yeah. welcome to our show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Um, first of all, you said my name perfectly, which almost never happens. Yay! So, thank oh. you so much. And you said it so beautifully. You were like, pill us off. It was perfect. Thank it really you. Is. I must say. <laughs> Thanks. It's very poetic. So, it's, it's, yeah, we like that name. <laughs> thank you. It's a Greek name. It means love of knowledge. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's- Yes. Well, okay, Jackie, you, we know that you have had life experiences, and you have um, not allowed them to necessarily define you, but you have allowed them to help you move forward and, and allow growth to happen in your life. And you found that how you are uniquely wired is, is you love to write and express yourself. So you kind of went toward the writing end to help get you through a tough time. Do you want to just kind of explain a little bit about that to oh. us? Sure. Um, Well, I was just listening to the introduction to your show, and you're exactly right. Everyone has to find what their outlet is. And I feel so fortunate because I found mine, and uh, mine is writing. And I feel like every time in life for about the last 10 years when I'm upset or depressed or lonely or going through a hard time, this is what does it for me. So I started writing creatively after my son was born, and I wasn't working for the first time in my whole life. I was staying home, and I I sort of have that Stephanie Meyer story, the author of Twilight, Mm -hmm. uh, minus the billions, but... um, But I was like her. It was my outlet. You know, babies, are it's a very difficult thing. Anyone who has kids knows that it's really difficult and it gets monotonous and you feel guilty that you feel bad about it. So for me, it would help when my child went to sleep for me to write. So I started writing um, and I wrote what I like to write about, romance, love, hopeful, fun things that I wasn't doing anymore because I was home with my child all the time. So it just made me happy. You know, I was thrilled to have a baby. I'm not saying I didn't love it, but it was a really good outlet for me. And then later, a few years later, uh, when I was going through a divorce, then that's when the writing really kicked in. I mean, it started pouring out of me, and it was the most healthy thing I could have done mentally, even if I never got anything published, because it was just so such a good outlet and helped me sort out my feelings. And that is so true because so many times when you start writing, like whether you're journaling or just, you know, putting down thoughts, all of a sudden as you, if you just got to start. And when you start, it just starts pouring out and you go, wow, I didn't realize I felt that. Or, or Yes. It's funny. Every single person who tells me they're getting divorced, I buy them a journal. You know, you want to get them a gift or something. You don't want to get somebody like a bottle of wine because you're really not supposed to be drinking. That's not a good thing. So a really good gift for somebody is a really pretty journal. And say when you're feeling down, I always helped. It always helps me to write. So, you know, you should do that. And so that's my divorce gift. Okay, and I have to, I 
to interject because I have so many um, journals that maybe have been started on like on one page, and I have such great intentions to write in a journal. And I do like to write, but sometimes I'll sit down and I just I stare at this blank thing, and it's like it's just getting started. Can you give? And I find that I'm more a bullet point person. Mm-hmm. To, writing down things, and I, I used to have this perception if I'm going to write in this journal, I have to write something so elegant so generations after me will pick it up and read it and go, wow. And it's like we have a solution that we, we start writing going, I have to write like it's going to be published, and so so many times we don't even start. Can you kind of give a heads up to people that are maybe going through a difficult situation such as a divorce or, you know, life has just been disappointing and and. They want to, they need to express themselves. It's very therapeutic. How do they start even like that journaling? Well, for, that's such a good point because first of all, anybody in the business, publishers, agents, they'll all tell you the same thing when they, when they talk to people who want to be authors or you don't even have to want to be an author. Who cares what you write? You're going to edit it. Um, if you decided to get something published, you're going to edit it a hundred times before it actually is submitted. So when I start a new novel, like I'm working on something now, I just write, and I know it's all going to be changed, but I'm getting a basic sketch down on paper, and, and then I go back to the beginning. By the time I'm done with the novel and I go back to the beginning, I go, oh, my gosh, my character would never say this because your character has been so developed towards the end that you know them so much better. So you go back to the beginning, and then you say, wait a minute, and then you change the whole thing. So what I would tell people who want a journal if they're feeling down is don't even worry about correct spelling or grammar or how it sounds. Write from your heart, and anything that you write from your heart will turn out great. It just will. And that I mean, is great information because I think we think we have to have it all you know, grammatically correct and all that stuff, but it's just, it really is writing from your heart. And I know that sometimes when I've written and I've been in those situations where you just are kind of down and you just start writing a few things and then you leave it and then you come back to it months later and you write it and you go, well, that wasn't so bad and wow. I, and you can kind of see the progress that you've made. So it's really yes. a marker yes. in your life. And and what's really interesting is when you go back, you're you're not emotionally as as much there as you were when you wrote it so you can fix it and when you're but I would say if you write it when you're really going through something it turns out the best like I was in a relationship a couple of years ago and I thought I better write about this now because I'm feeling all these feelings and if I wait it's not going to come out as well so I would write as things started to happen to me in my life, even though it was fiction, you know, I would write about it when it was happening so that the feelings would really be there. And that, you know, and it basically goes back to disciplining because many times it's like you go, okay, I'm feeling these emotions. I really should sit down and write it, but I'll do it later. And then you've missed the moment. And that's where I find if I have to write down bullet points, I don't have much time. Just get something down. Right. Right. Well, and so many times when when we are going through um, that kind of pain, and I know the journal is even a great idea just when someone's had a death or they're they're grieving. You know, it might even be the loss of a job. Um, being able to write is so therapeutic, and then to be able to see how that pain is able to to be turned into joy and turned into goodness, and. You know, God's going to take all of that, if you allow him, to to transform it into something absolutely wonderful. But if you don't know where you were, you're not able to appreciate 
now what you've become. Well, I completely it's, agree. It's a pain that um, allows us to, to grow and to move forward, and, and it emerges some incredible things out of that. If, that if we didn't have that, that source of pain, we wouldn't have that source of joy. Yes. I just actually wrote a blog about um, how I got fired 13 years ago from a job. <laughs> and at the time, it was so devastating. But I, I, in my blog, I talk about that exact thing. I say how it made me such a smarter person and such a thick skin and, and just so much more appreciative of things. Like, I was hit blindsided when I got fired. And I would say to anybody who gets fired, just learn from it. It's so it's totally going to be okay, and it makes you a better person. Well, and it goes back to, you know, we're talking about you, uniquely you. Don't allow those situations to define you because you can look at that and go, I am a failure. I, you know, I, I can't do this. And we have that negative self-talk. And so it's like instead going, okay, how can I use this to grow through this and become a better person through it? Right, or how can I focus on other things that I am that I do well. Yeah. You know, and what I was going to say to anybody who has children is if you find that outlet, like writing or whatever it is, it makes you a better mother. It makes you a better person, a happier person, better to be around because you have something for yourself. Absolutely. And, and so many times we're going to, especially in that situation, and so many people are going through that where, They've been downsized and um, their, their job situation has changed. You can really start listening to the lies and look at your weaknesses rather than looking at the giftedness that you have and your talents and being able to, to, you know, force yourself, like you said, to look at your strengths and start focusing on that rather than just beating yourself up, which really plays in your, your self-esteem. I mean, your, your own voice is the worst thing, I think, more yeah. so than what others have to say. Well, Jackie, we have less than two minutes, and I know you have a new novel out, Hook, Line, and Sink Him. Do you want to just give us a, just a brief uh, what we can expect from this book, a little bit of background, and how, um, how we can find that book? Okay, sure. Uh, the book is basically about two commitment-phobic men who learn about love after starting a business helping women trick their boyfriends into getting engaged. So it's really goofy and funny, but it also sends a really good message. And to watch this commitment-phobic man fall in love, he falls in love with one of the women that he's trying to help, uh, and she ends up getting engaged, and he's in love with her. And it's really funny to see him fall and really get what love is all about, and it's really endearing. And one thing I did uh, unique is that I wrote the book in his voice. I, he is telling the story. So I'm a 45-year-old woman talking in, as if I'm a 30-year-old commitment-phobic man. So that's kind of humorous in and of itself. Uh, but I feel like I had the credibility because I dated a lot of commitment-phobic people in my 20s and 30s before I was married, and um, I feel like I know their voice. I knew what he had to say, so it was really great to get it on paper, and it came out a lot more funny that way as well. So you can get the book on Amazon. Great, and, and you can also uh, go to GirlfriendIt.com and just click right on to find out a little bit more about Jackie Pulisoff. Thanks, Jackie. Okay, thanks so much for having me on.
This is Girlfriended on Toginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. Innovation and insight, problems and solutions, capitalizing on your ideas and efforts. That's all a part of Changing the World One Invention at a Time with Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Rick will be sharing stories of innovation, invention, inspiration, and overcoming obstacles with guests who have been there, done that, and are doing that. Rick will be asking the right questions, helping you identify the real problems, and showing you how to act on your ideas by increasing consumer confidence, and more importantly, increasing your confidence to act on your ideas. For even more information, go to thinktech, that's T-E-K, globally.com. Then join us as Rick and his guest teaches how to develop new ideas and create new products, new businesses, new jobs. And together, let's get our economy growing again. It's changing the world one invention at a time with author and inventor Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on toginet.com. Was sad because right. he had a death kill mommy and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his fate. No, nope. the wives never struggled to communicate. Mm-hmm. Y'all wave your hands. Look who's on. It's the code of man Keith and he's number one. It's that Keith Wine Show on Toginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central. Every week, that Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wine and the show, go to his website, KeithWan.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number, number one, Keith's number one. Everybody back don't miss that Keith Wine Show. Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show. On Toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Hey, well, today we have been, we've had just a fun show and talking to different guests. We've been talking about enjoying life's moments and being you, uniquely you. And, you know, we talk about what does embracing who you are, enjoying those moments really look like? Well, we just want to kind of wrap it up and just talk about a couple things that we really think helps us to enjoy life in spite of who we are sometimes because sometimes we have to get over ourselves and to really like ourselves. But I know that one of the things is um, embracing who you are and who you're not. And there was just recently an incredible story that's been circulating on YouTube about this homeless man that has a voice. And he once was a radio personality, and then he became, you know, addicted to alcohol and drugs and went, lost everything Wow! and became down on his luck. And he's standing on the side of the road, I know, you know, and holds a sign and basically said, I, you know, I'm out of work, whatever, but I have a voice, and God bless. And so somebody happened to notice him and said, okay, you have a voice, let me hear your voice. And when he opened his mouth, this incredible voice came out. And so literally in three days' time, it said literally in one day, he got three million hits on YouTube. And because this guy, of his voice. Yes, because you're not expecting this voice to come out of this man, yeah. this homeless man who, you know, he looks homeless, 
and uh, and yet this voice comes out of him. And so it's, it's amazing how quick and his life has totally changed. Well, you know what's so cool about that? Because um, I'm just now, I, I heard about him this morning, and uh, is that we all have a voice. Mm-hmm. And there's there's such a huge that goes so much deeper that we we all have a voice and we all want to be heard. We all want to have an impact. I mean, I don't care who you are. You yeah. you want to matter, and we all have a voice and we we want it to be heard. Well, so, sometimes we lose our voice because of some bad decisions we've made. He basically lost his voice because he chose alcohol and drugs, and that defined him for a season. And so I think everybody's cheering him on, going, okay, that's not who you are. You are not a homeless man yes. that's addicted. You are this man with a great voice. And don't let that define you. Exactly. And that's what we've been talking about today, because I think so many times as women, we allow the things that we have done in the past or things that somebody has done to us to really define who we are, and we lock into that, and we can't get past this to really enjoy life's moment. Well, like we talked about in the last segment about Stop the negative self-talk and reframe your thinking of yourself and, and use more positive words. We like to call this girlfriend-a-logging, and in that girlfriend-a-logging, you're, you're also having that, that girlfriend next to you to, to help you out and, and tell them your struggles. It's like, hey, I'm really struggling right now. This is, this is who I, I see. This is how I see myself, and I'm defining who I am by X, Y, and Z. And, and let your girlfriend help you out with the, the dialogue and, and telling well, you. Well, helping you to see beyond yourself because so many times we are in the middle of, of us and we can't see past it because we, we've got a tainted lens of ourselves. We need somebody on the outside looking and going, this is what I see in you. And we really don't see that. I know for you and I, we laugh hysterically at some of the things that we point out. I, I won't even go there with some of the things we point out because it doesn't put us in our best light. But... <laughs> Um, I know you, you will say things of me, for, for me, you know, by the end of the day, I, I have to see results. I have to know, like, measurable results. And um, you will mock me even, you know, down to the littlest thing of, of what I need to see results on. And I didn't know that about myself until you mention it, yes. until you mock it and everything else. Well, and then you bring out of me because I tend to lock in, like, like right now my operating word is organized. And so when I lock into a word... I, like, overuse it and overdo it. I get obnoxious with it because it's, like, everything then goes to that word organized. And I have to show you all my new organizational skills. You like to talk about your, I your talk about I am so verbal that I have to keep talking about it. And I, sometimes I think by talking about something, thus I've done it. And so I have to realize, no, would you just do it and quit talking about it so much, you know? And yeah. so you point that out, and it makes me laugh because, like, you know what I do? I do talk about it. So today I came in and said, I want you to know I did something with the O word last night. I didn't say organize. I said I organized something. And, and I was really did. Proud. I didn't express sheet, which for me is out of my box. Yes. But it it got organized. Yes. Well, um, your your 2011 word was that you were going to be more organized, and my 2011 word was that I want a more holistic approach on my life where I want to organize every single aspect, you know, holistically. Where am I spiritually? Where am I physically? Where am I emotionally? How are we doing it with our work? And so we figured we could combine those two yes. words, and now we we are holistically organized. <laughs> We're going to see how 2011 goes with, with those Holistically two. Holistically organized. <laughs> yes, those two key operating words. 
And hopefully our You Uniquely You is going to just, like, propel itself to 2012. You won't even recognize it. Well, you know what, and I do, it it does help me defining a word that I want to use because when I look at things now, I go, okay, my operating word is organized, so I need to organize that and and, and not do anything else. But it keeps me focused. Yes. That's a a novel idea for us. (laughs) Maybe 2012, that could be our word. That could be another word. (laughs) But it keeps us focused and, and, and able to say no to certain things and yes to the things that really matter. And I think that's a part of discovering you is, okay, what what is a good thing to do and what is something I don't need to do right now? Yes, and and being comfortable in your own skin. I know there's a quote by Robert uh, Kiyosaki, and start speaking the words of your dream of who you want to become, not the words of fear and failure. So you can take that, that word, organized, and I don't know if that's the word of your dreams, but you can really... It's not, but it's my word for this year, maybe. <laughs> and we can really start pr- propelling that and, and being organized, but being nicer and kinder to yourself, and also the way that we're, we're treating each other. So many times we do the actions to treat others nicely, but it, our thoughts aren't really following. So in other words, we kind of have it there, but our heart isn't really into it. Yeah. So even even changing that, then it, it changes really who you are. Well, you know what? So many times we are are meaner to ourselves than we be to other people. We and we and it goes back to using those negative words we we're talking about because we say I can't do that or I really did a bad job at that instead of going reframing that. You mm-hmm. know, how can I go? You know what? I learned through that that I want to do it differently. That's yes. a whole different way of communicating where you don't beat yourself up. Yeah, Chronicles of Narnia, um, you know, the, the hit movie right now, and I know you didn't get an opportunity to see it yet, but no. basically that, that's what I walked away from is you're hearing those, those voices, and we can be our worst enemy is by listening instead of just saying, no, 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 I'm not going to listen to the negative self-talk. I'm going to go into the positive well, I think another thing of enjoying the moments of life and celebrating how you are uniquely made is realizing that we are wonderfully and uniquely made in the image of God and that God doesn't make mistakes. I mean, we were created and we, were, we are who we are and the way we are, so how do we enhance that and how mm-hmm. do we grow through that and embrace who we are and who we're not? Mm-hmm. I think we I, want to be everything to everybody, and that's not realistic. I don't have an issue thinking God made a mistake. I, get, I beat myself up for the mistakes that I'm making with what he's given me. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you go, I don't want to blow it. I don't want to blow, you know, I, I always say we're in the lucky sperm club, the fact that we're in America, <laughs> the fact that we've had the parents that we've had, the fact that, I mean, our friendship alone, yeah. all of these wonderful things that I, to whom much is, to whom much is given, much is expected, and I don't want to blow it. I know. It, I, it, and so you, you just go, I don't want to make those mistakes. And so sometimes we, we beat ourselves up that, Am I really using the 24 hours that I'm given to, to the fullest? Well, and I think sometimes we're talking about being uniquely you, and it's like in that process, like we were just talking last, um, last segment with Jackie, is like life does throw us some disappointments, and we, we do uh, go through the valley of pain so many times and disappointments and, and failures. And the thing is, it's like don't camp out there too long. It's like, you know, deal with it, but get, move past it and see there's more to you than you think. And there's more. And I think a lot of a ways to discover about who you are a lot of times is by giving. Yeah. It's by serving. It's by giving yourself a way. And um, I think, you know, you can give away your time, give away your resources, give away money, 
Give away encouragement. I don't mm-hmm. think we think of that, but just encouraging other people gets the focus off of yourself. Oh, yeah. When that, that focus is on you, I know you and I have seen that so many times when we're doing events and when we're, you know, conferences with women. The women that have, are in a lot of pain that have been wounded, they're the ones that are phenomenal because they have this compassion that is just coming out their pores and they really do want to give. They want to give back. They want for others to not have to go through the pain or something. Yeah. I don't, but we always say, man, grab someone that's wounded and, and they will do phenomenal well, and things. And that's the key is grab somebody because so many times they think women want to make a difference. They want to use their giftedness, but they don't know what that looks like. And they don't want to do it alone. Yeah. And that's why we at Girlfriend is like, let's rally together and complete each other, and let's go make a difference. Let's yeah. go do something and um, and give ourselves away. And that you, uniquely you, change your dialogue, which we call that girlfriend dialoguing. Have the positive self-talk. Change your attitude. That's the girlfrienditude. And have a girlfriend that comes along and helps you out with that and your girlfriend affluence. Change it towards all those people that you are around with, your, your family, your coworkers, your friends, your neighbors. I know even um, at Christmas, I love you, how you use your girlfriend affluence, even going into um, a new coffee shop down the street from your house where you brought into the, I never, barista? A barista. <laughs> I walked in and there was no holiday decor, and I am such, I, yes. I love Christmas. I own Christmas. And I walked in and I said to the guy, okay, where's your holiday chair? And he's like, Eh, it's not worth celebrating. And I got in the dialogue. I go, okay, I need to bring something in for you. Is that okay? And he goes, yeah. And so the next week I went in and I, I took in a couple ornaments and put things around. I made it, you know, we were laughing about it. And he kept it up. And, and it was like it got this dialogue where he just started telling me about his Christmases and how he celebrates it, which he doesn't. And I got, <laughs> you know, and invite him and just encourage him. And so it, even those little things that really don't make, you know, you think doesn't make a difference, just do something. Yes, just stretch yourself, even in your influence of others, to, to, to give, like you said, the resources, time, money, whatever it is, but just give of yourself, and then you're not so focused on yourself. And realize in the process that not everybody is going to applaud you. Not everybody is going to go, way to go, you did such a fantastic job, I love, love, love that. And love, love, love you, even though you think everybody does love you and love everything you do. Um, the reality is they don't. I'm sorry to tell you that, but you can still believe that. And that's what I love about you. You believe that. But the bottom line is discover you uniquely you. Give yourself away and realize you have something to give. And live out, live it out and let it outlive you. I love that saying. I think, you know, we have 5,000 taglines, and I think live it out and let it outlive you is wonderful. Get involved with life and with people and make a difference. And just get to know a neighbor. Do the little things in life that And we hope to see you back next week. And thanks for joining us. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show to 